Podcast. But here we are at another episode of the Purple Podcast. My name is Coraday. And my name is David. Welcome into the Purple Room. Our room's not even purple, but I just feel like calling it that. Bruh. Welcome it's, into it's the blue, purple room. We got one it's half blue. of it. There. We got one half of it, and I can see red colours. We've got, we got a bit of red there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got a couple of purple shirts here and that. But you guys know what's what it's about today, man. It's Christians and Dating Part Two. Um, and so recently, um, we have actually we put out a poll, a number of polls to the purple people. And again, man, shout out to the purple people because you guys have been sending us so much love all, all over the past week. For real. Like, For honestly, real. it is we so appreciated. Don't still. stop. Keep encouraging us because the more we hear from you guys, the more we want to do. Therefore. You know what I mean? We've got ideas, things that we want to do in future that we can get you guys way more involved with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, keep encouraging us. Keep, keep, you know, taking part. Keep, you know, keep. Keep doing your thing, basically. Definitely. So we put out a poll. We put out a number of questions to the purple people to hear some of their thoughts regarding um, Christians and dating. But before we do that, a member of the purple people, the purple nation, one of our one of our listeners, she actually sent us a question. Um, and let me give you a bit of the background to this question. So, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, you can get in touch with us um, on Instagram. We're mainly on Instagram. You can leave YouTube comments as well. Um, if you just go for the Purple Podcast on YouTube, you should be able to find us um, by God's grace. But obviously, sometimes YouTube is a hater to people who are starting out. Definitely. So Enemies look long and hard. Literally, literally. But on Instagram, you can catch us at at underscore the Purple Podcast. At underscore the Purple Podcast. So the at, the at symbol underscore the Purple Podcast, you'll be able to see us there and yeah, shoot yeah. us a message and get in touch. So she asked us a question and the background to this question is that I basically asked a question saying, um, do you call people, especially for Christians, do you call people of the opposite sex bro or sis? Here's my thing. I just wanted to combat that first. Like yeah. for me, I don't go around calling people sis. That that seems a bit oh, it seems Mad a bit corny, bro. Bare, corny, this is bare, what I was cringy. saying. Like it's just oh, what's what's good, sis? What's good? Oh yeah, that's dead, bro. That yeah. is dead. I only have one blood sister, and that's 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 just how it is. Like, and I think for me, I don't call my blood. I don't. We don't call her. Well, I, we don't call our blood sister sis. No, we don't even call her that. It's not natural to do that. We just call her by her name. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? 100. And even culturally, like it's culturally the norm to call your male friends bro. Yeah. Uh, what's good, bro? What are you saying, bro? Yeah. How are you doing, bro? Oh, yeah. hey, bro. How are you doing? Yeah. As for some people who are not maybe part of the culture. But there are people in the culture who speak like that. But then even, even at that, like, especially in recent years, like, I'd say, like, mm, for, the, from the, for the last six months, let me, yeah, let me say six months, everyone just calls everyone bro. Like, yeah, even like, girls call, fam, no, even guys call girls. Guys call, I will, people know me in uni. I will call every girl bro. Everybody's bro, fam. Because everyone's gang. Do you see what I'm saying? Now watch this, because this is exactly what... <laughs> watch this. This is yeah. exactly what... <laughs> I can't help it. This is exactly what she was basically asking from her question. So I'm just going to read it out. Um, and shout out to you. Thanks. Thank you so much for sending this question in. Thank you for big listening to our podcast. And big up yourself 10 times. We love you real, real good. Um, I have a question as well. So this is what she said. How about those guys that refer to women as men? Mm. Right? E.g., nah, man, it's awesome. Nah, you got to go see it. Yo, man, that's amazing. Nah, man, you're cool, though. Why exactly do they call us females man? Um, she then went on to say, I think it is an English thing. I think it's an English thing as well. But that puts you straight to the friendship zone in my head. But next thing you know, if I call you bro, you're out here stuttering. 
Bruh. Then she said, I'm not used to someone calling me man. If that is your next podcast, please address it. If not, then what is your take on this matter, please? Here's my thing. She's speaking like she's not from the UK or she's not from London anyway. I think she might not have grown up in the UK. I'm not sure. Which is understandable. If she hasn't, then that makes sense. As for, um, you know, the lingual, the vernacular, what people, how people speak and the slang here, especially in London, saying man or saying bro or saying G is very, very common. It's a filler. It's it's a filler. So... um, you know when when someone's talking and then they ask, you know what I mean, or do you get it, or do you yeah. understand? Like it's it's kind of like that where they just it just becomes part of what they say constantly, yeah. And it becomes a generic term used for everyone. Not yeah. that you're a man, not that they're attracted to men, not that it's it's adapting at all. It's just a blanket term used for everyone. Okay, but now here's the interesting thing. She raised a point. She said, if you call me man. You know, you you will just say, "I what's good, man? What are you saying? Are you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah." But if I go to you and say, "Oh, what's good, bro? What are you saying?" That's what she. If she says that to guys, yeah, yeah. now the guys are stuttering. Now the guys are like, "Oh, why is she calling me? Why is she calling me, bro?" Like she's yeah, trying yeah. to say she's not interested. And you know, that's kind of why I put that question out there because for me to call you sis is just it's just it's just not natural for me. Yeah. But yeah. then I feel like there are some times because there are some girls who it's their character to call you bro, like. They're the auntie. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Or yeah, yeah. like they call everybody bro. I get it. But then there are some people who they'll call you by your name and then randomly one day they'll just be like, oh, I really appreciate that, bro. And I'm like, wait, why are you calling me bro? Yeah. yeah. Do you think I like you or something? Like, <laughs> I feel like you're trying to, to bro zone me when I don't even like you. Yeah. yeah Do you feel yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? I hear that one still. Do you feel me? And, I hear that one still. And it kind of brought up the whole thing of like, yo, um, bro and sis. And here's the other side to it. Bro and sis, at least in the UK and London, it's like the universally accepted rule that if you call somebody of the opposite sex who's a male bro or somebody of the opposite sex who's a female um, sis, you are making it very clear <laughs> that you are not romantically interested in that person. That's the ultimate friend zone. Like, it can't get deeper than that. Literally. The well, worst yeah. you could... The, the only way it could get worse is to say, I love you with the love of Christ, bro. <laughs> You're just you're you like we said on the last time. You're you're you've always been my brother and you always will. <laughs> that will never that change. Firm in that. <laughs> Which is almost backhanded, you know. <laughs> Do you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. sisters, you know what I'm saying. Fam, you don't know what you're doing. You, you know what you're doing. And, you and the thing is, guys do it as well, just to be on the safe side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to kind of address this question, you know, um, as my brother said, like the whole oh what's good man it's just that it's just a filler it's not necessarily um indicative of you know their romantic intentions for you or the yeah, lack yeah. thereof yeah, yeah if they come and call you oh what's good bro that's a different thing but even then there are guys who are very attracted to their female friends and that yeah, was one yeah. of the poll questions we're going to get onto it yeah, but yeah. there are guys who are very attracted to their female friends but they're also really good friends with them mm. and so they'll be like oh what are you saying bro and they'll like joke around yeah to basically say oh you're one of the guys yeah, even yeah. though you're a girl i treat you as though you're a guy mm, like you're mm, one mm. of us and yeah, that's yeah. how close we are mm. um so even that happens um, but intre- so so that's that's what I would say. I would say that when it comes to man, it's just a filler. But more often than not, if somebody calls you sis or if you call them bro, the unwritten rule is you're stating to them that you're not interested in them romantically. In a church setting. In I a church setting. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. I cannot stress that enough. And plus, like, if you know you're feeling someone um, 
And yeah, in the church setting, obviously, I, I, it was said in the, in the last episode, like, or in in in, what, in a previous episode, things in church are way more volatile. Yes, like, much more so sensitive. They're so much more sensitive. So saying bro and stuff like that, that that could mean a million things. They and, read and into people it, yeah. will read into it. Yeah. But when you're outside of of like a church setting, it's like, fam, oh, we saying bro, you good? And it's like, if you're interested in someone and you don't feel comfy, um calling them bro, then just don't call them bro. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. Just don't call them bro. But what some people will read off your energy. They'll read off your energy. No, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm. Yes, you're absolutely right. They will read off your energy. I completely agree. Mm. Um, Two things. One, I was going to say that a lot of girls were saying that they, and guys too, it's like, no, I have to use bro. I have to use this because if I don't, these guys are going to get too excited. Yeah. And my belief is like, you know, as we've said before, even if she calls you bro, but you are really that interested in her, Still, you know, still shoot your shot. You know, still let her know that you're interested in her and you want her, you want to be more than a bro. Yeah, you know, yeah down yeah. the line, yeah, because yeah. there's a church setting and you can't be so explicit. Yeah, um, and even yeah, if it's yeah, if it's a lusting, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be going for that anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's another one. We'll we'll go into that later. But um, mistake one. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So if you're interested, still shoot your shot, even if they say you know bro or whatever. But that's what they were saying. That no, I have to say bro because if I don't you know, a lot of people will take my kindness or they'll take my jovial personality as romantic interest in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which makes which absolute, fair. it's fair which enough. Fair. It's fair. Do you know what I'm saying? But the question I have for you just before we go into the poll questions. So I hope, by the way, that answers um, your question. So uh, just to be clear again, you know, man is just something that everybody says. You mm. know, everybody says it. Oh, what's good, man? You know, everybody does it. Bruh. But when it comes... <laughs> But when it comes to bro and sis, it's generally accepted amongst church people that you're friends owning them or your brothers owning them, families owning them. Yeah. Um, and if you want somebody to know you're interested in, in, in them, one of the simple things you can do is to call everyone bro and sis and to not ever call them bro or sis. Yeah. That's yeah. just one of the many things you could do. Yeah. Um, all right. So we hope that answers your question for you. Um, and again, if you want to send us some questions, you want to... Um, just get our opinion on anything or even just share your thoughts, which we'd love to represent on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's at the underscore the purple podcast on Instagram and the purple podcast on YouTube. You can leave a comment on there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get through to these poll questions. Question number one. Is it okay to move to someone purely off of physical attraction or purely on the basis of physical attraction? Um, And... Of the answers, the poll options were yes, definitely, and no. The results suggest. Oh, in fact, let's get your thoughts first. My thoughts, there. My my thoughts first. Yeah. Um. Nah, man. There's there's got to be physical attraction there first. Okay. There's got to be. There's got to be. Um. There's got to be. I I genuinely believe. This is going to make my answer that I just gave sound like cap. You know what? You know what? <laughs> what do you mean by sound like I'm cap? I'm defected to the other side. Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you, know, you don't have to be physically attracted to them. You, somebody could have all the qualities, but you're not physically attracted. But then because you're speaking to them um, and, you know, you're gelling, you're, 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 you guys are spending time together, you end up falling in love with that person and then mm. their, their attraction follows. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Because mm. I feel like that, that has happened, it's been happening, it's still happening it's still today happening and, and it will continue, continue to, to happen, happen until Jesus Christ returns. Amen and amen. So I definitely, yes, yes, it is it's possible. It's possible. But again, no, the question is, is it okay to move to someone, to try and drop game on someone, to try and um, 
chirps is not the word we say anymore. What's the word? Flirts. There we go. Is it okay to flirt with someone or to attempt to pursue somebody or to speak to someone for the purpose of dating them purely because of the way they look? Is that okay? Oh. Do you hear the contemplation? <laughs> you, he was just about to answer. He was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, purely off of physical attraction. Is that okay? I know. That's that's extremely unwise. Extremely unwise. Why do you say that? I mean, bro, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna say this one thing. If you've got an African parent, they've they've or even a Caribbean parent, they just have a lot of old adages or old sayings that are very wise. My mom always used to tell me, not everything that glistens is, is gold. And not everything that's, that's glistens or glitters. I had glitters. Gl- glitter, glitter, and not anything that shines is gold in it. But I just, I just need a G there to make it sound sick in it. So not everything that glistens is gold. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, it are you saying look- glistens or glitters? Glistens. Oh, okay. Glistens, not anything okay. that glistens is gold. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? And what that basically means is that you could have a girl. You know, she could be your dream ideal girl. Flat stomach, big nyash, big breast. Like that's only a society long, standard, by the way. What well, to society standard? Um, yeah. Long hair, you shout know. out to all the food point ladies out there. Yep, 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 yep. Big up yourselves ten times. Um, yeah. and all the and all the very very skinny girls and all the very very big girls. Shout out to, to everybody, to everybody. As long as you're all staying healthy and you're not so skinny that you know you're it's now affecting your health, or you're not so big that it's now affecting your health. You know, let's let's make sure we're healthy. Yeah, man. But um, shout out to all of you beautiful young ladies. Big facts. Big facts. Um, but yeah, it's like, fam, don't be deceived by appearances because. That very person could be demon spawn. You know, people always say that the wow. devil, the devil will never come to you. You know, with a pitchfork and horns and stuff. It will be the guy dressed up nice in a suit, knocking at your front door. Yeah. So that's that's what I'll say. It's, it's it's never a good thing. It's very unwise. Okay. Um, I agree with you. Um, my personal opinion is that it is not good for you to. I think go for somebody purely on the basis of how they look. Yeah. Like literally go up to talk to them purely on the basis of how they look for the reasons you've mentioned. Yeah. Um, and also like my opinion, okay, I'll, I'm going to give, I'm going to say something further afterwards. All but right. let's hear, let's hear what the purple people had to say. So 62% of the voters, mind you, our voters ranged mostly, most of them were between the ages of 20 and 25. There mm. were a few who were under 25, a few who were older 20, older 25, but most of them were between the ages of 25 and 20, mm. and they were male and female. Yeah. All right, so 62% voted that, yes, it is okay for you to um, move to someone purely on the basis of physical attraction. Now, that's for gazy. 38% said no. Mm. Of the 62% that said yes... The majority of the people who said yes were girls. <laughs> oh that days. that is interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was mad. That, that, that's, that's really mad. interesting that's because you the number of girls that tell you, "Oh, guys, just move move to anything that has a female genitalia." Guys, yeah. just guys, just as long as you're a female, if it works, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, they'll just move to you. Guys only want you for your body. They only want that. you for yeah, your body. And yeah, here, yeah. here we have you know the majority of the voters who said yes, it's okay for a guy. To move to a girl on the pure basis of, you know, physical, physical attraction. attraction. Yeah, yeah. Most of the people who said that were females. Crazy. Which is really interesting. 
crazy, crazy. That's particularly crazy. interesting. Now let's read some of the reasons that they gave. Yeah, yeah. To those who said yes, these were the reasons that they gave. This is what this is what somebody said. Somebody said, if you're talking about chatting to a girl on the street, mm-hmm. then of course it's absolutely fine for you to move to somebody who you find physically attractive off the basis of just that. Yeah, yeah. So that sounds like the person is saying context. That was a guy. Somebody else said, you see what you like, then talk and see if it contains what you like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was also a male. Um, and that's a good point. I, I, I do understand that. Um, another person said, it's the first thing some of us see. So it's natural to lean towards that. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the first thing that's we see. That's a fair argument. So yeah, yeah. nature. So, okay. Then somebody said, you can be attracted to someone and move to them, but getting to know them is what reveals more. Yes, true. But the person is acknowledging that it's okay for you to just be attract- physically attracted and move to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and somebody else, uh, a female, actually said, how else did Jacob know he wanted Rachel? <laughs> now, for those of us who aren't familiar with Bible, um, Bible history, um, there was an individual called Jacob. And I'll give you the whole story because it's mad. But there was an individual called Jacob. His brother was Esau. He ran away from Esau because he stole Esau's birthright, which was a blessing. And, you know, essentially the father would bless you, would like say positive things into your life by the power of God. And you'll just find that all those things would begin to happen in your life. And those things happen in Jacob's life. So shout out to the power of the blessing of the fathers. Anyway, um, and we have been blessed by the one true, the ultimate father, God, but in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Jacob was blessed by his father, um, Isaac. And so Jacob went ran away from Esau because Esau was like you took my blessing I'm the firstborn it's my it's my blessing yeah, you yeah. stole it from me I'm gonna kill you yeah, and yeah. so he ran away and eventually fully justified in my opinion fully, ju- fully I mean, justified because that's, done that's a dirty. mad move he done him that's dirty. a mad move but Jacob was honesty, a sly guy bro Esau was Esau sold his birthright he was for also a, a very silly boy he sold his birthright for uh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Uh, you know just for a bowl of food for some bread uh, for some for some food uh, for a bowl of soup you know what I'm saying and the Bible also makes comparisons to people selling selling their selling their Anyway, 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 <laughs> selling themselves, selling themselves, selling their bodies for, or, you know, giving up that which God has given them for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sexual pleasure. Mad thing. Interesting uh, parallel. But um, so Jacob essentially, because uh, we don't want this to turn into a Bible study, Jacob eventually met this girl and was like, oh, swear, this girl's buff. All right, mm. cool. She's beautiful. She's attractive. I want her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in those days, you had to speak to the dad. The dad was like, all right, cool. You have to work for me for seven years. The guy worked for the dad for seven years. And when it was time for him to have his wife, the dad gave him the older sister who Jacob didn't like. Long yeah, story short. Nobody wanted. And Jacob was that I said I wanted the younger sister. The dad was like, okay, work for me for another seven years and I'll give you the younger one, which is Rachel. Oh, um, but long story short, Jacob knew he wanted Rachel because of what he saw. And the last person said um, that it's okay for you to, you know, go after someone or move to someone on the basis of just physical attraction because it's the way human beings are made. Beauty is the pull that leads to attraction. Martin. And whilst that's very poetic, my <laughs> issue with that and with all with, with these things is I completely get it and I think it makes perfect sense. If there's if there's nobody um around you yeah, and you see somebody that tickles your fancy mm. and you want to you want to go out with them mm-hmm. to get to know them more that is absolutely fine. That makes logical sense. That's absolutely okay. There's yeah. nothing, there's actually nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. My own issue though, for making that the initial basis 
upon which you go for somebody is one, I don't like to waste my time. And two, um, the reason I say that is because if that's going to be the prime reason or the first reason, mm -hmm. there are too many pretty girls. True. There are just way, True, there are so many girls who are very, 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 very attractive. Mm. There are too many. Mm. So if you say that just on the basis of physical attraction, you're going to move to somebody, it's like, okay, you move to this one because she, she, she likes, you like the way she looks. Then, then tomorrow you'll move to that one because you like the way she looks. Yeah. Then next tomorrow, as Nigerians like to say, <laughs> next tomorrow you'll move to another one yeah. because, you know, she has something else, she, maybe her hair or whatever it might be. Yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? So, like, for me, it's like, that's not a good enough reason to start a pursuit or to start the dance. It's that's, not a good enough reason. That's how you have guys that are that will be in relationships then they'll be going out cheating because there's another girl they find attractive. It's because they had Uchukokoro. Yeah. Bruv, they had the eyes of a spider, which is the literal translation, but yeah. the dynamic translation is essentially... You had you like your you your eyes weren't satisfied. Yeah, like you're looking at something else and you want that even though you've already got one. It's even though you've already got one. Yeah. So yeah. that's why for me, like if I'm gonna if a physical attraction is gonna be my first determinant. Yeah. There you go. It's it's just it's not good enough. Mm. But the people have spoken. They said it's okay. Fair enough. Mad thing. All right. So the next one, single people look at friends. So are you as a single person, do you look at the friends your friends of the opposite sex? as a potential, somebody you can potentially go out with? One million percent, one trillion percent. Yeah, I do. Because it's like, for me, I've always been a believer that anybody that you're going to like end up with, you guys have to have been friends, good friends um, from beforehand. Because, mm -hmm. you know, there will be times where love will fluctuate. You know what I'm saying? Feelings for that person will fluctuate. They'll be on a high one day. You just look at it and be like, I just love you so much. There'll be other days where it's a low where it's just like, I don't even want to look at you. Yeah. And what will keep you together is not your love, but your friendship. Interesting. Uh, that's that's what I personally believe. Yeah. So it, so going off of that, I've always I've always like looked at friends as as potentials. Mm. You know, some some people it's just like, eh, nah. But then other people it's just like, would I see myself with this person? I definitely would. Mm. I definitely would. Interesting. Let's let me. Okay, so for me, when I was single, did I look at friends as potentials? One hundred percent. Yes, I did look at female friends as potentials, mm. um, because I'd always been fed the narrative. And I think if you've grown up in a Nigerian home, God bless Nigerians. Um, Nigerian parents have stri strived. Um, I was about to say. Any. I was about to say striven. Anyway, Nigerian friends of uh, Nigerian parents have strived to mm. really make their children pursue their academics first. Right. And uh, and at least for me growing up, I feel that this was the narrative that was fed to me. You know, you read your book because obviously everyone in school says, oh, Tommy likes Charlie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you come yeah. home and maybe you tell your parents like I did. Oh, you know, I like, I have a crush on this girl at school. I like that girl at school. Or they'll yeah, discern yeah. and ask me. Um, and then, or, you know, I'd say, oh, another boy likes this girl at school, or bloody blind. They'll say, well, what about you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you've got kids, speak to your kids. Definitely. Um, you'll find out definitely. many things because anyway, yeah. So I would say that to my mom and my mom would be like, who do you like? And I say, I like such and such. And mom, um, what she would then say is like, you know, all throughout the years, this was the narrative. Mm. You know, you read your book, which is to revise, to study well, to be study studious, mm -hmm. uh, to be an academic uh, and then you'll get to a certain age. Once you've finished, you've graduated, you get a good job. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll you'll then get married. Yeah, and the yeah. person you get married to, you would have already been friends. Right. That's how they'll say it. You would have already been friends. Yeah. And having been friends, that friendship will then graduate into 
into a relationship. Yeah. So that mentality of, you know, one of these female friends of mine could end up being my wife. Because I was almost always looking over the horizon. Who could she be? Who could she be? Who could she be? Who might she be? Yeah. Is it gonna would it be this one? Would it be that one? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because for us Christian guys, you know, the notion of, you know, having sex before marriage is definitely, you know. Mm. And all around us, people are having sex and all around us, people are getting into relationships. Mm. And we're always told by the culture, relationship, relationship, it's, it's, it's romanticized. Yes. And so we're like, okay, you know, I'd like to be in a relationship as a young, impressionable man. Of course. You know, and with that narrative, it's like, okay, which, which female friends? Mm. But let's listen to what the, the purple people had to say. So as a single person, do you look at your friends of the opposite sex as potentials? This was a really close one. Yeah. A really close one. All throughout the day, it kept it kept like going back and forth. Mm. 52% said no. Mad thing. 48% said yes. Yeah. Overall, of all the guys who voted, it was literally a 50-50 split between the guys. Crazy. 50% of the guys went for no. 50% of the guys went for yes. Yeah. So it's literally a lottery. You need the favor of God. If your <laughs> if your male friend looks at you as a potential, I mean, you could always ask. Yeah, yeah. you could always ask. Yeah, you can. And still. it might be afraid to to say, but you could always ask. But apparently, it's a split between mm. guys. Mm. And mind you, these are both Christian and non-Christian guys. Yeah, yeah. That were that were answering here. Yeah. Um, or these guys were Christian and and there were non-Christians amongst them. Yeah. Um, and what was interesting was girls also were saying, "No, nah, I don't look at my male friends as potentials." That one I found more interesting. Yeah. That one I definitely found more interesting because with girls, you'd think they'd go for someone that they know. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You'd think, because I feel like it's easier for guys to approach a random girl and be like, all right, cool, yeah, I find you attractive, raw. What are you saying? Are you single? Cool, you're single. I'm going to take you out or let's go out on a date. And then cool, bada bing, bada boom, whatever it happens. But with a girl, she's more likely to get approached obviously by strangers, mm. but she's more inclined to give somebody she knows a chance over a stranger. Mm. In my opinion, I could be wrong though. Here's the thing. On my conversations with a, a number of young ladies, they said things like, you know, those who were not willing to get with uh, male friends, their thing was like, I just, the thought of being with them disgusts me. <laughs> in the sense that, in the sense that they're just wow. my, they're just my friends. I look at them as brothers. Wow. I could not. I don't want to get with any of them because I'm not. I don't find any of them attractive, in that way at all. Right. And I, I and a lot of guys feel this way. Mm. And there are loads of guys, loads of mandem who they have a girl in their squad who's just mandem, and then yeah, they yeah. hit a certain age. Maybe they start to fill their clothes out a little bit more, or they go to uni and they put on that dress when they're going out on a night out, and then yeah. the guy. The guys look at her like looking at her sideways. Like, oh, yeah, like oh, swear, oh down. swear down. This what you got? Man, I never knew you had that on you. Still. Okay, I swear. swear. And down. then it becomes like a battle to the death to see mm. who can. Who can <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a battle to the death to see who can get her first. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and them start warring over girls. Over that, you know oh, what I'm saying? Could never be me and Amanda. Now, what what did we just depict there? I honestly do believe that. So, and it comes back to the question of dating somebody. Um, anyway, we'll get to it. I honestly do believe that sometimes that, because that really is the dividing factor. That's the only factor. Yeah, yeah. More time or most of the time when a girl says, or when a guy says, oh, I wouldn't date this female friend of mine, even though we get on a lot, she's just like a sister to me. A lot of the time is because they don't have that physical attraction. Yeah. That seems to be the only factor. 
um, in terms of just considering the friendship, not considering any family issues or background or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But if it's just looking at the two of them isolated, it always seems to be, I just don't find them physically attractive. Mm, mm, um, mm. But the question is, is that a good enough excuse as to whether you should pursue them or not if you are looking for a serious relationship? Boy. Um, now, some would say it's not that deep. You know, if you like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. yeah. But let's ask for, let's go to the next question and mm. let's hear what they said first. So I then said, girls are, are encouraged to settle for less attractive guys or guys they don't find attractive, whereas guys are not encouraged to date girls that they don't find attractive. Mm. When we put that out to the purple people, they said um, it was actually that 80%, 80% said yes, 20% mm. said no. So 80% agree that girls are encouraged to date guys that they don't find attractive, whereas yeah. guys are not encouraged or guys are encouraged to only date girls that they find physically attractive. 80% yeah. of our listeners said yes, mm. whereas 20% said no. Mm. Um, why do you think that is? Um, I think that's the case because... When it comes to girls, girls are seeing obviously they're like the beautiful or the more beautiful or attractive uh, uh, species in terms of they attract males. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? It's not mm. males that sit down and attract females, mm. um, even though that's how the narrative is now and that and we're seeing more of a shift. But traditionally and uh, it's always been females. The sit. glory of the woman was her beauty. Exactly, exactly, and I feel like. Um, yeah, I just I just feel like that more people kind of keep that whole traditional thing, and that's why a girl is always encouraged and is she's encouraged to be less fussy about a guy's looks and being attracted to him. It's more about what else can he provide. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? If he can provide, you know, stability, if he can be somebody who can lead you, he might not have the best looks, but looks are secondary because beauty is fleeting. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like you you will get old and, you know, all them Instagram pictures you're taking with your shirt oh, off half word. naked and all them stuff there, everything will go saggy and flabby and you'll be Mad. you'll be someone's grandma Some one people day. are rebuking that in Jesus' name about saggy and flabbiness. Fam, even 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 for black people, people for, for people that say black don't crack, your black will crack it will crack one day. All the way down the line. All the way down the line. Maybe not as quickly as some others, but Yeah, but it, it will still crack. Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like that's why um women are, are encouraged um to give guys a chance um even if they're not physically attract uh attracted to I think them. I think that point that you mentioned um about you know women looking at other things aside from physical attraction yeah, yeah, yeah. is is a really really good point um Love. I think I would say that yeah that's the that's true um but I also think that there's more to it than that in that maybe goes don't really necessarily have as many male options to choose from. Also um, true. Also you know what I mean? true. So it's also like, oh, true. you know, this guy's interested in you. Yeah, he may not have everything you want, um, but you know, you may not be physically attracted to him. But you know, when I when you know, it's been a while since a guy's shown interest in you or whatever. <laughs> don't come on. 
you know, you're getting older yeah, that's now. That's true, true, true. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. there's that pressure, and especially yeah. with the whole timeline thing. Oh, you're mm. getting older. You know, your body clock. You know, your yeah, biological clock yeah, is ticking. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, he's he's he can provide. He can do this. He can do that. He's got a stable Just, job. You know, he's, he's got a stable money, job. Drives a nice car. He's from a good family. He's from a good family. Like you know, give yeah, him a chance. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, it's the fact that um, a lot of women, older women, are looking back to the younger generation and telling them that we did what you were doing at your age. We were going for the guys who were looking sexy. They were doing beard gang or they were doing no beard gang, maybe back then. Yeah, they were yeah. doing like, they, they looked so good. They looked this, mm. they looked that. Cream and, crop. and, you know, we, we were looking more at people who were physically attractive and the guys who were really good for us, mm. we, you know, we palmed them off. We did them oh, dirty. It's been happening. It's been happening. But the guys that were good looking, that were quote unquote glittering, we found out they weren't gold. They done us, they did us dirty in some mm. cases. You know, of course, there are handsome men that, you know, did well, they love their wives very well and things of like course, that. Do you know what I'm saying? Course. But you know, a lot of older people are looking back to the younger generation and saying, maybe some of the physical things that you care about right now are not actually what you should be caring about. Yeah. Because 20 years down the line, you would rather have somebody who you don't think is the buffest man in the world, mm. but he's a good husband and a good father. Yeah. Rather than somebody, and for the Christian, a God-fearing man, mm. rather than somebody who has all the greatest looks in the world. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that there's that as well. That's a really good point. That's a, that's a really good point because I feel like a lot of people that I know or that I've spoken to in the past, they've always said like, let's say their dad weren't their dads weren't in their lives or whatever. You know, they they don't they don't really live with their dads and stuff like. That. They don't have a relationship with their dads. Mm. They always tell me stories about how like their mum used to tell them stories about their dad and mm. stuff like that. And the common theme is that their dad like their dads were always players. Yeah. So they were they were the f boys of. Of back that in those generation, times, yeah, just chopping girls left, right, and center. Chop you know to chop saying? girls means to to have sex with girls left, yeah, right, and center. Just yeah. Clapping cheeks, clapping bare cheeks, like. But yeah, it's it's it, it just it just seems to be a common a common theme. Yeah, um, which is which is crazy because then when you see how it plays out, it's just like history is repeating itself with with our generation. Another which, one of our purple podcast listeners said a, a really interesting point, and it kind of touches on what you were saying before. Yeah, um, about how you know girls have not been told to. Um, prioritize the looks of men. Yeah. Um, and men have not been told to even prioritize their looks. Now we're seeing that change a little bit, and let's be careful that men don't become metro. You know, particularly black men become these metrosexuals that are just all about oh, how do I look? Like oh my gosh. Like, I, let's pray that Lord. we, you know, it doesn't that doesn't happen because that's happened to some other anyway. So. <laughs> Um, because it's all about beard gang, beard gang. It's, I all call about, it your funny. it's all about, you know, what's my hairline? Oh, you know, I need to wear a do-rag because I'm looking mad. It's like, bro, calm down, calm down. I'm trying to get these waves. I want to get these people drowning. Like, calm down, <laughs> calm down. My drip is anointed. Calm down. <laughs> what was it that they say? This ain't a skill, it's a talent or something like that. Bro, my, like, drip <laughs> my drip is a talent. My drip is a talent. And, you know, all this stuff, all this stuff is hilarious. It's entertaining. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we get a kick out of it. We, we Of course, we love it. But, you know, we, we don't want it to become, you know, the be all and end all. Yeah. And yeah. what I'm trying to say is that typically, traditionally for guys, you know, their looks has not what's being glorified as, you know, this is the glorious man. Yeah, yes, yeah. he may be handsome, but he's got a good job. He's making yeah. tons of money. Stability has been praised more over looks when in regards yeah. to guys. He's a maybe he's a bit aggressive or whatever yeah, it is. He's, yeah. he's other traits. He's yeah, that yeah. guy. You know, it's other things that they're looking for. Whereas for the girl, it's more like oh, traditionally she can cook, she can clean. Yeah, you know, yeah, she 
Um, she's, uh, she's caring. She's, she's caring. Loving. She's also very beautiful yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so somebody mentioned, one of our Purple Podcast listeners said that, um, you know, if you turn it the other way around, mm. that let it be that guys have been encouraged to go for girls who are not necessarily financially stable, mm. but girls have been uh, discouraged from going for guys who aren't that financially stable, mm. you'll find that it'll swing in the other direction. Yeah. Where they'll say, oh yeah, guys, have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah maybe uh, that Purple Podcast, that, you know, the member of the Purple People, maybe he's right, that mm. if he switches it the other way around, you'll see it you swing see the, the other shift. way yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. men. Um, but here's a question for you before we go on to the last two polls. Um, is it possible to even date someone you don't find attractive? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. It's possible to date such a person because... That you don't find attractive. That you don't find attractive. What do you mean by don't... What do you think of when I say don't find attractive? So for me, for me, personally, I think don't try to find attractive is I look at you and I would not want to have sex with you. Mad. That's, that's, that is what I think because as a man, yes, I'm a Christian, but as a man on primal instincts, you'd look at a lot of people and uh, things that guys don't never admit it to girls, but things that guys always ask themselves is when even with female friends, they'll always ask themselves, would I have sex with her? Mm. And you females, I'll use Corridor's words, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the that's the that's the West's language for preachers, man. Yeah. That's yeah, the preacher's yeah. languages well, in the West. I printed on the shirt still. Watch but this. yeah, um what, ladies, listen. If you were to ask your guys, yeah, if you gave them the opportunity to have sex and the opportunity was there for them and ask your male friends that have said, oh, no, I don't see you like that. You ask them that question, I promise you, you will receive some shocking answers. Mm. I feel like when you are not physically attracted to someone, it gives you this, or you can focus on just getting to know that person. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So when you're not attracted to someone, having com the conversations that you have with them is different. You'll genuinely want to know, okay, oh, so what's your name? What do you do? Like, like you genuinely want to know about that person mm. and then the attraction can develop afterwards. So for me, is is do you have to be attracted to someone, attract, phys uh, sexually attracted to someone to move to them? No, not at all. I not hear at that. All. I think for me, um, I think it's a bit more, it's a bit more complex um, than perhaps the question alludes to because... Um, I think that there are, for us guys, um, let me quickly break this down and I'd love to break this down maybe in more detail in the future. But how attraction works for us guys, for the most part, this is not entirely true, but how physical attraction, like this is not all it is, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But how physical attraction works for the most part for us guys is that for a lot of it, not necessarily all of it, there is a such thing as somebody who's aesthetically pleasing. Mm. She looks like what the society has heralded as the paragon of beauty. Yeah. So, for better or for worse, the light-skinned girl with the, you know, she's not too tall, she's not too short, maybe a little, she's shapely, curvy, but she's not, she's not too big. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's got, you know, is it three C hair or two C or like loose well, curls, and she's got light eyes or something like that, and yeah, she's yeah. mixed race or something, and you know, that's she. You may not necessarily find that sexually attractive, and a lot of guys do just because that's been. That's become the beauty, the standard of beauty yeah, yeah, um, for black women. That's what's glorified. That's what's glorified. And they're just being sheeple and, and just following that. They don't actually necessarily find that attractive. Speak on it. But you might have that girl and you might look at her and say, every time you look at her, you just want to smile because she's, you're actually so pretty. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to sleep with you. you. You don't actually sexually attract me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
On the other hand, so that there is aesthetically pleasing where you can just look at it and say, this looks nice. Yeah. But on the other hand, for guys, there's also this whole thing of, you know, what they find physically attractive mm. is very tied to sex. It's very tied to sexual uh, attraction and arousal. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so how it works is that typically guys are not sexually attractive, attracted to a person. Yeah. A lot of the time. You you eventually get that as you get to know the person. Yeah. But most of the time when we talk about physical attraction, it has everything to do with whether you possess the features that sexually attract them. Yeah. The features yes, yes, that they yes, find sexually yes. attractive. So that may be for some like the question in the past, are you a bum guy or are you a breast guy, for example? Mm. Um they're talking about features that sexually arouse them yeah, or yeah. that sexually attract them. And so I think it gets even more complicated than that in the sense that you have sexual attractors or you have physical attractors, you have physical detractors. Mm. So things that remove attraction from you. If I see this, I will not be attracted to this person. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the in-between where it's like, oh, this doesn't really do anything for me or against me. Like I don't really feel anything about this. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and so I think that where somebody possesses physical detractions or de detractors, mm. for example, things that you see and literally are a turn off, mm. it will be hard for you to want to pursue that person. Yeah, yeah. Where somebody is neutral, like a friend, for example, they might possess the features or they might, they might possess the features in some level of abundance, but not enough abundance for you to really, really look. Right. Or perhaps they don't present it in a way that allows you to look mm. or to see it. Mm. Such a person, mm. you could possibly date that person and I'll tell you why. You could definitely date them if they have the right personality and, and you know, they're the right kind of person. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe you've just not seen them in that light, like the example we gave before. Mm. They put on that dress, you can see the features that sexually attract you or that physically attract you. Mm. And all of a sudden, Every time you see them, it's like your heart's beating now. It's yeah, like yeah. They've, ch they've now changed from being just a friend to I'm kind of interested in this girl. Now you're Why? on the ropes. Now you're on the ropes. <laughs> now you're shuffling, bro. Why? Because you've seen the, the, the features that you find yeah, sexually yeah, attractive. Yeah. That's, the that's features that point. pull you in. That's a great Does that point. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when we're saying, oh, I don't find him sexually attractive or I don't find him attractive. A lot of the time it's, it's sexual, by the way. Yeah. Because you can true. acknowledge, oh, bro, you're killing today. But you're not physically attracted to him because he doesn't possess maybe what you find sexually attractive or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so for us guys, if I just try and briefly break it down, that's what a lot of it is. Yeah. That's what a lot of it is. And that's so I think, point. so somebody, one of our Purple Podcast people messaged in and said, you know, it depends on how unattractive you find the person of the opposite sex who's your friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or, or who's who you just is you just came across. It depends on how unattractive you find them. Because one thing I want to just say about that. When it comes to attraction, it's not just a yes or no thing or yeah. a black and white thing. Right. It's definitely a skill. Yeah. It's definitely a skill. Like, yeah. They possess these things. Yeah, they, but then they don't possess these things. So yeah, yeah, where yeah. do they lie on a scale of one to ten? Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like some some you might see somebody as like a five or a six on attraction. And somebody like that, once you get to know them, just because you've got to know them yeah. and now you've seen the like what you want to see, that could push them up to a, a seven or an eight or a nine. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like mm. it's very, very subjective and it's 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 on a case to case basis, person yeah. to person. It changes and it differs greatly. And non-physical attractors can affect physical attraction. So for example, what yes, I mean yes, is that yes. um, you know. If you see, if you see, uh, there's somebody that you're not really interested in, mm -hmm. but you have conversations with this person, yeah, yeah, and the content of your conversations is always quite sexual. You're not flirting with one another, yeah, yeah. but you're just finding out what each other like. Yeah, yeah. The more you know about that person and that area of their lives, mm. 
if it ticks the kind of boxes that you have in your head concerning the kind of kind of experience in the bedroom you want to have, yeah, yeah. you might just find yourself becoming more attracted to that person. Mm, yes. Even yes, though yes, yes. they don't necessarily possess those things that you would see and on first instinct be attracted to them. True, true. Does that make true, sense? True. They might just be on neutral, but they've been saying things, they've been attracting you in a, in terms of a different way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it's what you know they can do. It's your knowledge of them. Yeah. It's like they're beating you. Yeah, almost like they're baiting you. Yeah, but yeah. my point there is whether they're trying to bait you or not, Obviously, just yeah, your yeah, yeah. knowledge of them and who yeah, they yeah. are. Of course. In that one example, yeah, will could could lead to you now becoming physically attracted to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm not speaking for women here. I'm just speaking for men, and this is what a lot of men's experience is. Yeah. And yeah. last thing I'll say on this before we move on to the next poll question is, you know, we say, you know, physical attraction, physical attraction. And we often like to say women have a lot more power than they think they do. Mm. Um, I've said it before, and this will trigger some people. The beauty standards that are given to women for them to appeal to and for them to conform to, to a degree, are either dictated or co-signed by men. True. And if you notice, if you notice, it's, it's very um, sexual. Yeah, yeah. It's usually it usually features the presentation of those features that attract men. Yeah, yeah. And a girl will say, "This just looks nice. I just like how this dress looks on me." I'll give you another example. Here's another one that might trigger you. There's a very popular pose nowadays where a woman stands with her back facing the camera or stands <laughs> at an angle to the camera so that her derriere can be seen. That is not really oh. that. If we look at it, that's not really a natural way to. Pose for the pictures. Stop catfishing, man. Don't do it. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop like, catfishing. But Stop what, what's being done? The presentation of certain features that yes. attract men. Yes, now, yes, I'm not yes. saying every woman does it consciously with that intention. Yeah. For a lot of women, it's just amplification. They mm. see their friends doing it. Their friends get a lot of love for doing that. So they do it as well. Sheeple. And they think they look good because of it. But in actuality, what it means to look good for a lot of women is actually to look sexy to men. And they, they now wonder why they get a lot of attention. But this we're not even going to go there. We're you not even going to go there. there. Listen, you if you want there. us to stop break it, it down, stop it, stop if you it, stop want it. us to break it down and Aye. give our thoughts on it, Cody has got his foot on people's necks. Listen, <laughs> this again, this is my opinion. Yeah. But I also think it's hard to disagree with. Yeah. Um, there may be other aspects to it that I haven't covered. And like I said, it's just a brief breakdown. We can break it down later. Yeah. But, you know, this is a thing. Yeah. Anyway, the next poll question. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> The next poll question. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's not every day date for the purpose of marriage. Sometimes yeah, yeah. have fun. Mm. Here were the results. Mm. On one result, exactly in agreement with the statement, exactly don't make it deep. It's yeah. not that deep. That's an agreement with the statement. 20% voted for that. On the other hand, it is kind of, nah, I can't lie, it's deep still. Mm. Which is disagreeing with the statement that it's not every day date for purpose. No, these people are saying, you should be dating for the purpose of marriage. The yeah. number, the percentage was 80% who voted for that. Landslide. It was a landslide. Um, and actually, of all the guys who voted, 67% of guys said that they should date for purpose. Mm, mm. And that, so 67% of that of all the guys, yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. of all the guys of that all voted, the guys, okay, 67% of all the guys that voted, um, voted for, um, 
there should be purpose. There should be purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, whereas, and and all of these guys were Christian, interestingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas on the other hand, you know, only about one third of the guys who voted saying it's not that deep. Stop, you know, stop, um, stop. Is like let's just have fun. Yeah, yeah. Only one third of those guys were Christian. The rest were non-Christians. Mm. Um, so I think being Christian or not Christian has definitely influences whether you feel like you should be dating for the purposes of marriage or not. Yeah, it does. Um, what do you think of that? Do you, do you think one feel, should be I dating? Feel like, I feel like it does. Um, sorry to cut you. I feel no, like fine. it does because for me, it, well, in general, Christianity just has more of an emphasis on and more of a, more of a significance on marriage. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And especially the Bible doesn't advocate for us to be toying with girls' feelings. So, you know, if somebody calls themselves a Christian and, you know, they're just breaking girls' hearts left, right and centre, the Bible doesn't advocate that in any way, shape or form. Absolutely. At all. Yeah. And therefore, guys have the mindset of, you know, I'm not out here to waste a girl's time. Yeah. Like, I just want one girl that I'm going to be serious with and then we'll, it'll progress to marriage and that's it. Happy ever after. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so yeah, Christianity has, has a very big role to play in that. 100%. Um, and yeah, I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you there. And moreover, like, you know, again, sex outside of marriage is like, essentially, it's, it's forbidden. Don't like, do them things. Those who live that lifestyle will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is what the Bible says. Black and white, my guy. Whether you call, even if you call yourself a Christian, by your works you're showing that you're not a Christian. By your by your works you deny him. Mm. By your fruits you deny him. Mm, mm, um, mm. You deny Jesus Christ. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, fornication, which is sex outside marriage mm. or sex before marriage, adultery, sex outside of marriage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Forbidden. Forbidden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you know, of course, there will be like a. Uh, not a clamoring, but there'll be a desire for marriage. That's not the only reason people are getting married. We know, yeah, purpose, purpose, purpose mm. um, within marriage. But, you know, that's why people would rather get married. And also, like, having sex with a number of different partners is actually bad for you. Yes, yes, it actually it is. does a lot of damage yes, to you, yes, really. It, yes, it um, and you find that a lot of people who have dysfunctional backgrounds um, or they come from a dysfunctional background or they come from a background of abuse, often they they express their dysfunction through having loads of sexual partners. I think there's something to be said about that. Um, and if if you are that person, like this is not us trying to say, hey, you know, you're dysfunctional, you're sick or whatever. Like you might, you may very well be. <laughs> like you may be, um, but that's not us coming to say we're better than you or anything. Yeah, what, what we're I, trying what to say is, no, what we're trying to say is all of us has come from one form of dysfunction or another yeah, because man. it's called sin. Um, and you know what we're trying to say is like there's a better life for you on this side. Yeah. Um, a better a better life for you on this side with mm. Jesus Christ. Um, it'll be full of joy. It'll also be full of persecution. You will have to abstain from sin. You will have to repent. But guess what? The good news is God gives you power to do that. Hundred. Um, let me get off my soapbox. And the last question. <laughs> <laughs> the last question. Before people complain that I'm preaching too much, but you need it still. Um, the last question. <laughs> Somebody come and collect this guy, bruv. The last question. Dating for the purpose of marriage puts pressure on the participant. Do you agree? Um, 32% of people who voted said, yes, they agree. Yeah. Whereas 68% of people who voted for this said, nah, bro, you need to step up if you're feeling pressure. What do you mean pressure? You need to step up. <laughs> step, step up. I was about yeah. to say something else there. Yeah, step yeah, up. Yeah. Um, and of all the boys who voted, 55% of the boys or the guys voted um, calm down, interestingly. 
Very interesting. So they voted that, yeah, you're putting pressure on us. Like, you need to jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense to me, especially especially in Christianity, because, you know, we we discussed it before in terms of a lot of Christian girls, Christian women, they complain that there's not enough Christian men. Mm. And, you know, their pre- the pressure for them is that a man in Christianity has to be the head of the home. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So that, that's a lot of pressure. And when girls are dating for marriage and stuff like that, I feel like there's more pressure on men than on women. Interesting. In general. Okay. That's what I believe. That's why I think that that obviously we can see that reflected in the in the scores mm. um, and in the percentages. So I, I genuinely believe there's more pressure on guys, but it makes sense. So because of that more pressure, um, they, they, they're not willing to maybe rush in or they're not willing to really go down that line of marriage. Is that is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. I'm just saying because of that pressure, like, um, or I'm just saying because of those factors, they feel that pressure. Mm. And for them, it's like, all right, cool. We get we have to be serious, but, and I get it's leading to marriage, but let's just enjoy the now and let's enjoy the journey. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? And it's like, because I feel like, women christian women think way more about marriage than christian men mm. that's one thing i think that that i believe that to be the case christian women think way more about marriage than christian men and therefore you know a lot of their mindset especially when because then marriage obviously you can't get married to yourself although the way this country is going and how stupid people are they're probably going to make that a thing because <laughs> people are ridiculous it's only getting worse apparently yeah. before you know you can be getting married to animals and all that bs but yeah um yeah but um they think about marriage way more and and it takes two to tango so then i feel like christian women constantly think about their partner how is he gonna be what's he gonna be like is he gonna be this is he gonna be that xyz and so the onus is a, a lot of onus is on the guys mm. so when a guy will meet a christian girl like she could just claw him with all of this expectation she has. And and the guy is just like, yo, <laughs> like, I just met you the other day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get to know you. Like, why aren't Christian guys then, if that be, if that is the case, yeah, yeah. if that is the case, yeah, yeah, why aren't Christian, why, why is it that the, why aren't Christian guys also prepared for marriage? Why are they not also like told to, you know? I mean, here's my thing. And this is me generalizing. It's me generalizing, but, a lot of guys, well, a lot of guys that I know, let me talk for me, myself, personally, a lot of guys that I know don't have dads in the house. Okay. And I feel like, cool, some people say, but then the church is meant to, or men in the church are meant to prove or sh- uh, are meant to be a good example mm. of what a man should be in the house. And, you know, furthermore, we have uh, the father and we have Jesus Christ to show um, just as Jesus Christ loved the church, we we have the Bible to direct us as to how to be men. Yeah. But there's one thing, reading something, there's another, it's another thing to be shown. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's another sure. thing to, to hear words from people that are currently in that position. Yeah. And because of that, I feel like guys might, may not necessarily feel equipped because being the head of a home is a lot of responsibility. Right. Not only physically in terms of bills and stuff like that, but spiritually, even which is, arguably more important mm. it's a lot of pressure do you see what i'm saying mm. and as to whether guys are ready for that i don't know because like i said the onus is on them mm. not on a woman to be the spiritual head of the house yeah yeah. Do you yeah. see what i'm saying so there's there's a lot of pressure there 
in my opinion. And I, that's a good point. And I think in addition is the fact that like, we have to remember who was this survey taken amongst. Yeah, yeah of Again, course, of course, age, of course. Most of them, 25 to 20 to 20. Yeah. Most need, of them were 25 to, to 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, apparently the data seems to suggest, not our data, but data in general, um, for dating in the UK, uh, marriage, weddings in the UK over the past maybe 30, 40, 50 years, yeah. seems to suggest that guys get married at a at much older age. We're talking yeah. around the 30 mark. Yeah, 30, yeah. 30, 32, 33. Uh, whereas girls will be getting married at 25. Mm. Guys will be getting married at 35. Yeah. Uh, and so um, if that data can be believed, um, then no surprise that the 23, 24 something, you know, 20 something year old guys around you are not really interested in marriage. If that, if that is to be believed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, that's, that's not my thing because, you know, you know, by God's grace, um, you know, I, I want to be an excellent father, an excellent husband. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to commit fornication at the same time. Mm. And, you know, I, you know, I love who I love. So, of course, we'll definitely want to be married kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas maybe for other guys, you know, sex before marriage is an option for them. Yeah. Uh, because if we talk about how sex before marriage is actually doing girls dirty, not any good. Um, because, again, why would, you, why would I marry you if I can have all the kind of access to you in marriage now? Matting, I just dropped that in there because I wanted to drop it in there. Girls are giving these 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 boys wife energy. Uh, yeah, when they don't deserve that wife, wife privileges. They yeah. don't deserve their wife privileges because they ain't husband. Stay cute. Um, but at the same time, it's because some of them are afraid to lose the man. Stay cute one. Stay cute one. Stay cute. It's a bit of a sticky one, but you know, y'all need some God. Milk. God be our help in Jesus' name. So Amen. I guess if we answer that question, you know, do guys feel more pressure from my perspective, or you know, is it a bigger deal for guys from my perspective? I think that, you know, in terms of responsibility, both the man and the woman will have to answer to God for their respective roles in marriage. Yeah, and some yeah. people just heard, what do you mean roles in marriage? I, they should be able to do whatever they want. Please, let's not get into that one. You egalitarians, yeah? I beg, I beg, I beg. Listen, <laughs> calm yourself down. We'll get to that one one day. Egalitarianism and complementarianism. Are you saying you're complementarianism? I didn't say that. Relax yourself. Relax yourself. <laughs> but I slightly am. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> this guy's cheeky, it's a mix of the two, but um, so yeah, I, I think that both will have to answer to God for their respective roles, Fair. Um, and both should prepare for their respective roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's what I would say. Um, and you have to remember that girls feel pressure too—the pressure of having children. It's true. It's Your whole true. life changes. Your Let's body changes. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's true. Things change. It's true. So uh, there are pressures on both sides, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, we're really, really grateful that we could get to hear all of your thoughts regarding this. Um, for the people that wrote in, we're so glad. If you if you want to share your thoughts, um, keep sharing your thoughts with us. We want to hear more. This is an ongoing conversation. Yeah, definitely. Because there are definitely. so many different things to speak yeah, about there's here. There's a lot of different variables um, at play here. Literally. Um, in fact, we even had one of our listeners who actually wrote in and spoke about the fact that, you know, what some the lengths some of these Christian girls yeah, are going oh to to compete days. with one yeah, another wild, wild, and to wild. get their own Christian men. Wild, wild, wild. It's crazy. Fugazi, so. um, but hopefully we can discuss that next time and some other questions that you guys might have. Definitely. But this has been another episode of the Purple Podcast. Indeed. Shout out to the Purple people. As always, Gang. get yourself a little red. Get yourself a little blue. Always. And make yourself a part of the purple people. Gag. My name is Corriday. And my name is David. We out here. Peace. Purple.